0: Hey everyone, how's it going? This is Dan Schultz, and this is episode 91 of the Basketball Dan podcast. I've said this before on many of my episodes, but even though I do call it Basketball Dan because a lot of my subjects cover the NBA and basketball in general, I do like to differentiate things from time to time where I talk about uh, shows like Game of Thrones or Uh, big movies that have come out. Sometimes I go into music. Um, I just like to not totally pin myself into a certain niche and, and also show I, I can be a little versatile and not just talk about basketball, but at the end of the day, the basketball, Dan thing still applies because that's mainly what I talk about. So, but one idea I had, I saw this movie a week ago and, um, I was actually gonna review it last week until, not to get uh, too personal, but uh, I just wanted to give another kind of shout out to um, a good friend of mine, passed away uh, a week ago unexpectedly. And um, he was like a big brother figure to me in my life for the past seven or eight years. Uh, His name was Marco Bianchi, and um, his brother Alex, his older brother Alex, has also become a, a big brother figure to me as well, we got to know each other playing basketball at a local uh, athletic club and near where I live, but I just wanted to give another shout out to the Bianchi family as well as Marco, who I've been missing terribly this past week um, gone way too soon and uh, anyways that's that's why i've I, I did not review this movie last week because um, Obviously, that was a much more important thing I was dealing with right now. So, anyway, uh, R.I.P. to Marco Bianchi, and uh, thoughts and prayers obviously still with his family and everything. But um, I did want to review the movie *Ad Astra*, which I feel like a good number of people know about. But there's been other people that I've I've mentioned that I saw it to, and they have no idea what I'm talking about, and maybe they're just not into movie. I. The irony is I used to watch a lot of movies about a decade ago. Everyone kind of knew me as a movie guy. When I was in high school and, and in college, I kind of used it as a form of escapism for, you know, just, not that I was like dealing with anything huge at the time or whatever, but I, I just really liked the escapism aspect of movies and, you know, uh, getting away from life for a few hours and just focusing on a story and all that. I watched a ton of stuff in high school and college. and then ever since I graduated college, I've just, when a social event comes up where I can go out and get a drink with friends or uh, do something active, I, I just, I'd go do that instead. And I, as a result, I really have not watched many, well, as many movies over the past, I'd say seven years compared to when I was like, I don't know, 15, 16 through age 22, where I watched a ton. But I did really want to see Ad Astra because I am a, I'm a big fan of, of sci-fi movies, especially uh, set in space. And um, the, the plot of Ad Astra really uh, intrigued me when I saw the first teaser trailer for it a, a few months ago. For those that don't know the plot, I'll, I'll break it down as, as simply as I can. Ad Astra uh, takes place in the near future and it stars Brad Pitt as an astronaut, uh, who um, whose father 30 years Thirty years ago, his father, who was also an astronaut, considered the best astronaut uh, in, in, in NASA's history, disappeared near, the, uh, near, near Neptune. He lost contact with NASA and um, he's, he's believed to be dead for 30 years. But uh, NASA receives a tip that and they inform Brad Pitt that not only is his father probably still alive near that area, but he's also uh, threatening to maybe pose a threat. Well, pose. I, I should have worded that better. He, he might be posing a threat to Earth's survival somehow. There's all these magnetic storms that are happening in the future that um, have devastated uh, uh, Earth and, and all that. And um, he, he might be somehow responsible for, for this taking place. So kind of a crazy plot. But the way it's navigated is just so well done. This is a very interesting movie and in how how polarizing it's been received. It's gotten great reviews from critics. And but then the but then the audience is very, very split. There are some people that are like me that think it's a, a great, great movie. And then there's other people that are saying it's one of the worst movies they've ever seen, and just terrible and boring, and blah, blah, blah. So I, I didn't I, I really don't understand the whole like kind of oh it's boring oh it's too long. like it it's a little on the long side I'll, I'll, I'll give it that like it's definitely a little longer of a movie but in terms of overall pacing I feel like the same people that are complaining about this movie loved interstellar and the pacing is is fairly uh you know equivalent to interstellar I mean there's some action early on in that Astra and then it kind of it really, at the end of the day it's not just like interstellar and i'll I'll get more into that comparison later but it's not a movie about space it's more a movie about family. Brad Pitt has a very complicated relationship with his father, and throughout the movie you go he 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 goes back and forth between uh, you know just wanting to see his father again but also just despising him for basically leaving his family and just um and, and Brad Pitt's character as a whole is it very robotic, very controlled at first. And at first I was like, I'm not sure how I can connect with this character because I, I know he has to be this kind of practical, uh, straight edge, like, you know, kind of character. But I can't really connect because there's no really emotion to it. But the way Brad Pitt kind of paces his, his performance and you see those those signs of emotion kind of come out at the right time. It's really, it's a great, great performance by Brad Pitt. And he's had a big summer already. I mean, he he was in the movie Once Upon a Time in Hollywood with Leonardo DiCaprio, um, which maybe I'll review at another time. I, I liked it. I didn't love it. I, I expected a lot more, honestly. But um, he's really, really, I mean, he's he's had a big summer. I wouldn't be surprised if he gets nominated for either this or Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. But I thought his performance was excellent. Uh, Tommy Lee Jones plays his dad. And the main thing that I really loved about Ad Astra was just how this future society in which, not to give away too many spoilers, but just planet colonization in terms of the moon and Mars and just the way they envision maybe humanity uh, being being stationed there in some capacity uh is really 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 cool. Um you know, I don't want to give away any any key scenes or anything like that, but the I mean the plot of this movie is Brad Pitt trying to get to Neptune to either rescue his father or to you don't know what's going to happen, either rescue his father or he might have to kill his father if his father really does pose a threat to the uh survival of mankind. So As I said, kind of a crazy plot and everything. In terms of how it compares to, uh, I I thought of three movies that I could compare this to. Just in terms of like space kind of operas to a a degree. uh, I thought of, even though it's not really a space opera, it's more of a comedy, but it's similar in in some capacity. The Martian, uh, Interstellar, and then of course what I consider maybe the greatest movie ever made, 2001 A Space Odyssey. When compared to the Martian, which came out in twenty fifteen, I was I've only seen the Martian once. Maybe I should watch it again. I wasn't as big a fan of it as as a lot of other people. I thought I thought the ending was absolutely ridiculous. With uh, I mean, this is going to be a spoiler. So if you haven't seen the Martian yet, fast forward thirty seconds or whatever. But I thought it was so stupid how, how Matt Damon got rescued at the end. It's just like for for a movie that spent so much time being. As practical as it could, when it came to him surviving on Mars, for it, for it to come to this illogical of a conclusion for how he got, re- it was just really really dumb. That kind of ruined the movie for me. I thought it was good up until that point, and then I'm like, eh, it's okay, but I, I didn't I didn't like that whole ending. But The Martian tried a little too hard at times to to be funny, where I I I I just didn't like it as much compared to a movie like Interstellar, which granted. Didn't have a lot of humor attached to it, but is just an absolute knockout punch of a movie in the sense of the plot with wormholes and and another galaxy. And then, of course, the love and family dynamic aspect. Interstellar is one of my favorite movies ever made. I actually just redid redid my top 100 movies list. And um, I have it at number 13. And I just, I don't know, I really like the whole concept that both Ad Astra and Interstellar did exceptionally well in my opinion of even with these plots that are so far reaching to the outer edges of the galaxy or in Interstellar's case into another galaxy at the end of the day the heart and the core of the movie still is at home on earth with family or people you you know have, have grown very close to. So I really like that kind of juxtaposition where while the plot might be far-reaching in terms of where the journey is headed, at the end of the day, it's still about home and family and all that stuff, I, I, I really, I, I think that's an interesting uh, uh, dynamic for sure. And I, I do wanna see Ad Astra again, I will say, it's probably my favorite movie of the year so far, granted, I haven't seen too many, but i just I thought it was a really brilliant movie in in the ways I just described, as well as just the main part that fascinated me so much was how well it navigated the the thought and the ideas of planet colonization in the future where. We're no longer just on Earth. We're the moon and Mars, as, as I've already mentioned. I thought they did just an incredible job at that and showing what maybe this future world would be like. Because, I mean, let's face it, we hear about this stuff. If you're interested in this stuff, you've been hearing this uh, from Elon Musk especially and, and him wanting to take uh, trips to the moon and to Mars and to, to get people on Mars and all that stuff. So it's not a totally... Uh, ridiculous idea that it could happen in the near future and so in that way at so in this way ad astra might be in 30 to 50 years it might be a prophetic movie where it's like I'm telling my grandkids one day like yeah I mean people thought this was kind of crazy like when I saw this I was like oh wow could this actually happen and then maybe it happened you, you just don't know so that'll be something to kind of keep your eye on keep keep, keep your eye on uh, for mo- moving ahead but I just yeah, I thought Ad Astro was a brilliant movie. Out of four stars, I'd probably give it three and a half. But I'm I'm close. I, I I would like to see it again, but this is kind of just my my first initial reaction. I thought it was just a great, great movie. I think it's a all-time Brad Pitt performance. And it also it, it kind of reminded me once again how much I take and maybe we as a society take Brad Pitt for granted, where it's just like he's excellent in every movie, but I think like Too often, like, and I'm guilty of this too, a lot of people like to pick like really edgy, artsy actors as maybe their favorite act. I mean, whatever, I'm guilty of it too, like, I don't know, like Joaquin Phoenix or Christian Bale. and There's nothing wrong with that, but I mean, Brad Pitt is either solid or excellent in pretty much any movie he's in. You know when you see his name attached to a project that it's probably going to be very, very good, and he's going to be very, very good in it. And this is a this is a great performance, how he paces the character, as I've already touched on from this kind of you think he's kind of an emotionless robot. But that's that's not the case. And the way he kind of shows different elements to to his character is just it's really, really good. Um, So, yeah, if you're into these kinds of movies in terms of uh, comparing, as I said, I already said that I thought the Marshall was okay. In terms of comparing it to 2001 Space Odyssey, there are, there are elements of Ad Astra, definitely the, uh, the wonder, the ambiguity of uh, where you know how, how far can we go into space and, and what what lies ahead and just how far humanity can go outside of Earth. There are definitely I, there's no question both interstellar and Ad Astra are influenced by 2001. How can you not be especially considering, how monumental a movie 2001 is, and the fact that it came out 50 years ago, so it's it's impossible for it not to have influence on these kinds of movies. And there are there are definitely shades seen in Ad Astra. Uh, overall, I would still have Interstellar uh, ahead of Ad Astra, but I I, I have 2001 as my number two movie of all time. It might be my number one. Uh, I keep going back and forth on that between that and and a a completely polar opposite movie called Into the Wild, which I have my number one right now. But um, I would say 2001 is still the best space movie of all time, but Interstellar is is right behind it. And Ad Astra is not too far behind, it's not too far. I do wanna rewatch it again before I kind of establish where on the tier it lies, but I can say, from my first initial gut reaction to it i uh i really really love this movie and if you don't like it i i get it in the sense of the pacing of it and it's a little slower of a movie but if you liked i don't know if you liked a movie like interstellar there are a lot of things that hit on the same notes as interstellar in terms of family and in terms of uh how incredible this journey is that the character goes on i, I I I'm I'm legitimately confused why *Ad Astra* has been such a polarizing movie amongst audiences, but and I don't want to go the pretentious route of being like, well, it's a thinking man's movie, and those that didn't like it, you know, clearly they're not deep think Like it, you know, whatever. It's it's, a, but it is a very interesting case where I I would think the the reviews would be uh, a little more favorable and a less a lot less polarizing, but. Anyway, if you really liked Interstellar and if you really like space opera movies like like this, I would highly recommend Ad Astra. And um, as said, it's my favorite movie of 2019 so far. We've still got a lot of, of uh, movies to go through, especially with, you know, as we all know, the best movies come out during this time of year to prep for Oscars and all that stuff. So... Um, but anyway, that's, that's my review of Ad Astra as well as comparing it to popular space movies. And, uh, I hope you guys enjoyed this. Uh, I'll, I'll be back again, um, with another movie review or something. I said, I like to to mix things up and I I don't want it to just be about basketball. I want to talk about different topics. So if you guys enjoyed this, please let me know. I'd appreciate if you could subscribe, review, rate, all that stuff on my podcast page and, as said, if you know anyone that, that really likes basketball, but also likes movies and music, and you think would really like the topics I discuss on this podcast, uh, you know, feel free feel free to pass this this on. I would I would really love uh, to hear uh, people's feedback and all that. So anyway, that's my review for what I'm calling Movie Monday, and um, I hope I can be consistent with it and and think of movies and topics topics to talk about. Uh, Thank you again. Basketball Dan is available on SoundCloud, iTunes, Stitcher Radio, and uh, I'll hopefully be back with, uh, with another podcast soon. Okay, thanks.